Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. seems like it's been a long time because since we recorded has. last hasn't it been yeah it's been uh, over a month yeah this is the board game snobs the podcast that you need to be listening to coming at you during the winter uh event of the season in oklahoma texas tundra frozen it's, tundra it's, headed our way according to everyone it's cold rain right now everybody's taking a cold shower in oklahoma and we are scared to death because we can't drive on anything that even remotely resembles ice. I was there for the uh, 2010 San Antonio ice capades. That was awful. They, they, they sing songs about that day. The first time it ever iced in San Antonio. It was terrible. Every dad, every dad is like, as soon as it rains a little bit, our roads are slick. Gets that oil up. Mm-hmm. And it must be true in Texas because uh, people, it rains a little bit, uh, people in the ditch. You're not a dad unless you warn somebody about the weather every day. <laughs> like it's just a go-to thing. Gina's mother but, still calls her when it's raining, storming, cold. Wrap your pipes. Do you, I, I don't, I don't understand the wrap. My pipes are inside my home. They, they stay warm because I keep the heat on. Well, if you, do you cover well, your faucet heads? I do. I wrap my faucet heads, but I have spigots outside. Are they spigots? Is that what you call them? Well, I have a, a faucet coming out of my wall, but it, that's just it. It's just the head. You and should I, wrap your I've never, I've never once had anything happen. Now, if if I had just a pipe coming out of the ground and then a spigot attached faucet head, then yeah, I would wrap that. But I've never had that. I don't mean to sound cocky, but it's never happened. This will be the year. I'll I'll rue the day. I'll rue this day. This day being two, 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 two. I know. It's basically a Tuesday. (laughs) It's a Tuesday, even though it's Wednesday. That's weird. I'm dating this podcast. We're trying to get this out stat. Right. Because uh, we have, we had one week and... We're missing this by a day, so we're going to make this lean and mean. No mistakes, no errors. We're not going to say anything that I have to edit out, so that I can just push it out right away, just like a, a woman, just like a woman that has a child, right away. Yeah. Just push it out. Very so, simple. I'm, I'm not going to say anything that you wouldn't need to edit out. So none of my QAnon uh, theories or any of my. Uh, you told me they weren't theories. No, they're not, but I have to say theories or we're going to get removed from Spotify. Did you hear? It doesn't matter. Did you hear? Because we're on the Gateway Network. Did you? No, we're not. Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are on the Gateway Network. I've talked to Brian. Ryan, we're going to be on the Gateway Network. Why? You should listen because we're a part of a network. And I, I hear 
we're trying to convince Neil Young to join the Gateway Network too. <laughs> so he's not on Spotify anymore either. So there you go. Did you hear about the brawl in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania over steak? Yeah, the Golden Corral that I post about on Facebook. Yes. Rios says the person in front of him, Alex Rios, says the person in front of him became angry with the cook because Alex received his steak first. Why did his he get his steak first? Because he wanted a rare steak. The fellow in front of him wanted it well done. It don't take as long to cook a, a rare steak. You just what walk, kind of dog. psychopath eats a well done steak? I don't know. I well, I used to it before. Okay, okay, maybe it was a young person because when I was young, I didn't know no better. I was always taught cook your meat thoroughly, or else you'll get some sort of disease and die. So I, growing up, everything was well done, burnt to a crisp. That's why I hated steak growing up because Mama would basically just burn the crap out of it, and it's like beef jerky. I never liked steak growing up until I actually had a properly prepared, moist, medium to medium rare. I'll even go medium well, but that's still too done. And now I'm I'm a medium guy now. But yeah, I didn't like steak growing up because I didn't know how to. I just did what my parents did. And mama would get these pieces of meat out of the oven. She'd put them in the oven, too. <laughs> We'd cook them in the oven. I was just like, it's so tough. This is, I don't know. And I'm sure it was. Gordon Ramsay. She- Gordon Ramsay says you're supposed to sear the steak in a pan, then put it in the oven to finish it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it, uh, it was always tough. And I'm sure we bought the cheapest cuts of meat. It wasn't Wagyu? No, it was not. I do put uh-huh. Wagyu sauce on my spaghetti, though. Wow. Rios says everyone that this was strange to me. He, what this has to do with the fight? Oh, OK. He continues on. Rio says everyone was wearing masks and had a hard time hearing each other. He believes this may have caused the fight to escalate with, quote, with COVID right now, mask and everything. Nobody can hear nobody sometimes. I'm not sure about his grammar there. Nobody uh. can hear nobody sometimes. Said Rios. 60% of the time it worked every time. <laughs> you have your mask on and you're like trying to tell somebody, have a nice day. And they're like, what did you say to me? And it's like everybody's sounding flying. like everybody's sounding like Darth Bane. <laughs> Next time you get choked out by the fondue at Gold Corral. <laughs> so I was thinking if you were in a fight, if, you, if you're in a fight at the Golden Corral, what food do you grab first? Uh, as defense, yes, or attack ham, ham. You grab that ham bone, mm. pork chops. You Some of the pork chops in your have hand, bone. and that that's like that's, that's like true. brass knuckles. Uh, what about defense? Then, how would you protect yourself? Uh, there's sprinkles by the ice cream machine, and I would throw sprinkles at people as like like uh, a distraction. What would be like a, I would like to have a cool catchphrase as I defeated somebody at the salad bar. Mm. I don't know what it would be. I don't know. But I'd have to come up with one. I would something like squash that beef. Something like that. And that incorporates squash and beef. Two things possibly found at the Golden Corral. You merely embraced the buffet. So, <laughs> I was bored in it. Darth Bane just running around there. Being young. So I was wondering, 
Uh, we have golden corrals here. We used to have sirloin stockades. I don't see them as much. We used to have western sizzling. Sizzlers. Sizzler? To correct you. Yeah, sizzlers. Mm, I remember I a western weird. sizzling. Okay, I'm looking it up. Continue. Well, I have. I looked up which buffet is the best. Ranking all you can eat buffets chains from worst to first. This is from mashed.com. Now, they, they went beyond uh, country buffets, which is what those tend to be. Golden Corral. You got we. I've, there used to be a Ryan's in town about a mile, uh, cool, uh, an hour from here. Ryan's was good. Their macaroni and cheese was always quite exceptional. When you go to a buffet, what's the first thing you go for? Mine is macaroni and cheese. Yeah, yes, yeah. There's piles actually a and Sizzlers and a Westl- Western Sizzling. So you were both right. Okay. Well, they had CC's at last at number 13, as it should be. Oh, Lord. CC's Pizza is the ghetto of all pizza. Although I used to like the chocolate pizza. Well, chocolate pizza, you can't go wrong because it's basically just sugar. Chocolate it's pizza. Bread and sugar. Number 12, my parents' favorite, Super Salad. I hate Super Salad. I don't think I've ever been to Super Salad. They have them in Dallas. Number 11, they're all out of business around here, Shoney's. I used to love Shoney's. I used to go to Shoney's for breakfast buffets specifically. I puked at a Shoney's. (laughs) Gluttony. One of the seven deadly sins. I was like 10 years old, and my mom told me, you get your money's worth out of this $4 kids buffet because they would lie about my age. Think like kids under six or eight or something like that. And I was a small child. I was malnourished. Hence, you know, eating (laughs) shonies to try to bulk Because you throw up all your food. Well, I ate. Like, I didn't know what else to eat. So, like, I ate an apple. (laughs) <laughs> and then, like, I, I just went all over it. I just kept eating, trying to get as much as I could. And then next thing I know, it hit me. And I vomited uh, outside mm. the women's restroom at Shoney's. Why the women's restroom? Sexist? Uh, the, the men's room was full. So I thought I could dart into the <laughs> women's restroom. It's and, never you know, a- like the little the atrium there. Like, they kind of segregate them out just a little bit. That's where... I was going for. I was going to go into the woman's restroom and throw up. It's never a good sign when the restroom is full at wherever you're at. Nope. Number 10. They don't have these around here. Pizza Ranch. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. It says especially popular in North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. I didn't know we were going to do a top 10 list of buffets. Number nine. Old Country Buffet. No. Skip to number three. I've seen those around here. Skip to three. Go three and up. I don't care about the No. Eight Western Sizzlin'. Number eight. So if it's at number eight, that means that your choice is above it. Number seven, the Pizza Hut Buffet. Number six, another one never heard of, Soup Plantation or Sweet Tomato. Don't know that. That must be a... I love Sweet Tomato. I like like tomatoes. Huh? I think it's in Florida. Mm, I don't see it on here. Number five, Sirloin Stockade. Yeah, representing. I rode out a tornado at a sirloin stockade once. Was it during the buffet? Did you pay for it or did you just sit I, there? Yes, I was eating at the sirloin stockade. I got to see the big cow, the decorative cow that's out front, get turned over while a tornado blew through town. Which town? Ardmore, Oklahoma, uh-huh. where it, uh, a F3 hit the Unirol tire plant. This was the 90s. 
what happened to the tire plant? Did it go out of business? Uh, yes, because the tire plant was next to an El Chico's Mexican restaurant, and it a tire went through the window at El Chico's and killed somebody. Oh and my so God. they sold it to Michelin afterwards, I believe. What are the odds of that? Can you, it's so sad to be that unlucky. You hear those types of stories. It's like what a one in a billion chance, and it happens to you. Tire through the window. That's sad. Number four, Shakey's Pizza. Okay, the top three. Sizzler, number three. I don't Got know it. that I've been to Sizzler. It's it's a thing. Number two, Who Hot Mongolian Grill. Not familiar never, with that. Never heard of it. Okay, this has me concerned about the validity of this website. Number one, Golden Corral. All right, Golden Corral. So maybe that's is. why they were fighting over the stakes. They're like, this place is number one, baby. I'm going to post the video of the, the old training video for Golden Corral on our Facebook page. It's amazing. <laughs> it's disturbing and amazing. This says Golden Corral has an incomparable carving station and a salad bar complete with all types of fruits and vegetables. <laughs> That's what Enrique could become. A carver. He gets sit, proficient cut, with that cut. butcher knife. Yes, he could. he could master the blade. Oh, yeah, I, we used to. OK, so I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, growing up, you eat when your parents are broke and you're like, how can we feed these kids the cheapest way possible? It's always a buffet, just a, a, a and I say cheap buffet. It probably isn't all that cheap. It's probably like ten dollars a person, which I mean, you go to Taco Bell and get you know a taco for a dollar, I guess. But I remember going to those rest like sirloin stockade, and I used to think it was the bomb. Like I just, I loved going in there. I would just fill up on macaroni and cheese, and I never made myself sick though. Uh, you've not gone hard until you puked at a buffet. But I, there was a old country buffet, and I think at Hot Springs or somewhere we used to go, and they are superior in my opinion. Not to ruin your buffet talk, but did you see that the groundhog died? But it wasn't Phil, Punxsutawney no, Phil. It, it wasn't Punxsutawney, but it was another uh, groundhog, which I, for some reason, am a wealth of knowledge regarding groundhogs because I recall, I think 2014, 2015, when the mayor of New York dropped the groundhog and killed it. <laughs> I think that was de Blasio. Like he dropped the groundhog and then like a few days later, it succumbed to his injuries and they were all like, no, that didn't, that he was old. That's not what killed him. And then like the zoo did an autopsy and then come back and said, yes, the fall did kill him. And then they passed a law now, a, a law, I guess a statute, whatever, whatever they call it for the groundhogs that nobody is to actually take them out of their uh, pen except the handler. So like you can't, no elected official can now molest the groundhog lest they plunge it to its doom. You have to say, look, I'm the professional handler for this hog. And Groundhog Day used to be uh, candle moss, which is Excuse when they, me? the Germans would hand out candles for the winter. And it slowly became that's why it originated uh, big time in Pennsylvania when they started doing groundhogs, which they used to do hedgehogs. So there's that. But, uh, they don't ever see their shadow. I mean, that, that's all made up. It's never seen its shadow. It never doesn't it's a see lie. a shadow. It's all it's a false. Lie. It's propaganda by big weather. 
And I, yes, yes, this is how they get you. They make you buy in to this faux weatherman that is some sort of ground rodent, and you put your faith in it. And next thing you know, you're sleeveless, and it's February, and you think, oh, just a oh. few more weeks, I'll be all right. Punxsutawney Phil said, we'll be okay. And why is it always six weeks? What's the deal with six weeks? I don't know. Should be nine and a half weeks. I, there are literally no Phil's that I trust. Not Dr. Phil. Not Phil Donahue. I'm trying to think of any other Phil's. I think there's a Phil Turbe in a, our Facebook group. Philip Seymour Hoffman. He's not a Phil. I'm just going to make sure everybody understands R. I. that. R.I.P. You have to be a Phil. His son is doing a great job uh, reprising or following in his father's footsteps. Uh, who else is a Phil? I, I mean, but uh, I bet some of his close friends called him Phil. No, it's like are you, you speaking of professionally? It. Professionally, it's like you know people who are named Matthew and they go by Matthew, and then there's people that go by Matt. It's like they they insist yeah. that this is what you called him. People it's like who my I, name, like Gabrielle. I'm not Gabrielle. I'm Gabriella. I'm Gabby. It's you got a woman's name in America, so you got to go by Gabby. But like if you choose to go by your shortened name, then that says a lot about you. Like Joffrey I, I, and I'm Jeff. A, I'm, a, I'm a nickname guy. Give me a nickname. I call you Jer. Jer Bear. Which, which is weird. I'm all about making a nickname. That, that's a sign of close association. Endearment. Is that why gang members have them? Is that like your T-Pain? It's like it's endearment. Are you saying T Pain's a gang member? No, I'm just saying that was the first that was the first nickname T-bone. I could think of that was like a gang member. There's always I don't T know. involved somewhere. Why so many T's? Ice T. Yeah, what's with T Bone? T Pain. What's the T stand for? Theodore. T-mo- T-money. Theodore Bone. Oh, speaking of speaking speaking of uh, Ice T and other, uh, other rappers. Okay, Megan Fox is uh, no, no, no. Rihanna is pregnant. And uh, by whom? This is the thing. It's a fellow named ASAP Rocky. So I'm I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Is his full name as soon as possible Rocky? It's as soon as possible Rockford. (laughs) It's all shortened. Now the S is a dollar sign. So I don't know if you can actually pronounce that. It is an S. So it's like as money as possible, as money as possible. I guess that might be it. But that's just an unusual name. And I would like to know, does ASAP, does his name ASAP stand for as soon as possible, Rocky? I need to know, Rockford. Anyway, Rihanna is now pregnant. And, uh, you know, good for her. She needs to make some more music, though. I'm a big fan of Rihanna. Ever, ever since to, Umbrella. I, I don't think I'm a Rihanna. I can't recall any Rihanna songs. I mean, there's very few musicians. Musicians? They're like the cross between magicians and musicians. They sing while doing tricks. I don't know any of her songs, but that's not knocking her. I know some prostitutes that, that do the same thing. Uh, and we're trying not to edit this. Oh, okay. Uh, so either way, well, prostitutes no. exist. They're not magical creatures. I said something that's real. 
Oh, so we're being we're being for real now. Keeping it real. Speaking of keeping it real, I have not since this. Okay, so board game snobs, supposedly a board game related podcast. I'd like to say we are not a board game podcast. We're a podcast that possibly might discuss games, which we generally do. I haven't played. I have not played anything. I've been involved in some asynchronous plays. Which Jim Crimmins, sorry, I, I just don't like. I don't. I play them because it's oftentimes the only thing I can play. Where's Jim? But Are I you playing with Jim Crimmins on BGA, and I play in Yokohama. Oh, okay. Well, that's a different story. But I messed playing up. with Jay Crim. I play. I, I ruined the game of Yokohama because of a weird glitch. But. I just don't like asynchronous play because I never remember what was I doing? What was my goal? What's everyone else doing? Like, it's just a whole new world every time I open that up. I'm not a fan, but I do it out of necessity. I don't even know. I don't know why. I don't know why I keep doing it. Just, just, I need to just stop and just say, you know what? I don't do async. You do need to stop. You're, you're, you're async Rockford. Uh, <laughs> everybody needs to send us their nicknames. At boardgamestob at gmail.com, or we'll give you a nickname like J. Krim. So Jim I haven't Krims. been up to anything board game wise, but you said you have something to talk about. So go ahead. And for some I reason, have... Jerry doesn't like to tell me so that I can like kind of prepare my mind for what he's going to talk about. So go for you it. You don't prepare pe- at all. I, and... pre- I, I, I prepared all that buffet hard journalism. Right. And so it went completely contrary to what I talked with you about earlier today when I told you what I was going to talk no, about. No, you didn't. You you yes. told me like three different things we could possibly talk about. No. So you could I have just said topic. You could have just said at the beginning of this podcast, no, remember, this is what we're going to talk about. But you well, didn't. No, do you remember? Do you remember what we we're going to talk about? That we we're going to talk about how people get burnt out with board games at times. I find, as in most people in this hobby, that my board game playing waxes and wanes. Sometimes I'm really into the hobby and I play a lot of board games. And then other times I do to whatever circumstances, board games are few and far between. Sometimes Gobby it's a has, big wane. Sometimes it's a little wane. Okay. Uh, Gobby sometimes gets into a funk and decides because he hasn't played board games in a while that he now no longer likes them. I, I think I must, I think I hate them. So I have brought up that this familiarity is actually not a good thing and that I do not trust people who just engage in one hobby and that's it. Like that's their thing. They focus on almost to an obsession, this one aspect. So for instance, board gaming, a lot of people paint minis. I I don't consider that to be in the hobby, I consider that to be a side thing. A lot of people just play board games. Some people paint many. Some people board game. These are all different facets. But when I'm talking about other hobbies, I mean other hobbies that aren't necessarily board game related or connected to. So I would be interested just to find out what some of the hobbies are of our listeners. Like some people collect things. And I don't really consider collecting to be a hobby, although that's kind of it is. I mean, a lot of people collect stamps and various other items. It's it's an odd hobby to me because I, I have this mental block about collecting things. I think because I'm deep down, I'm a hoarder and I know I, I can't engage in that activity or I would be. You would find me covered in filth and have CC pizza boxes everywhere in my home because I, I wouldn't throw anything away. I just say I'm collecting it. But either way, if you have a hobby 
that's adjacent to board gaming or something completely different, you need to email us at boardgamesnobs at gmail.com. And I feel like anybody who solely engages in board games to the nth degree, that they just consume board game media all the time, and that's all they want to do, they should seek help. I just don't, I, I, as I have been unable to play and I hop on our Twitter and Instagram, and of course we follow almost, almost exclusively board game people. And I just, like, how do they have time? And do you do anything else? And I'm not, I, I don't want to disparage those that enjoy board gaming because we are a board game podcast. That would be no, foolish. No, I want to disparage them too. I'm, I'm here to disparage them. So, but, uh, like, but when I was in my funk and I haven't been able to play, but I've been doing other things. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. I've been jogging. I've been reading. I got a bunch of shows I need to do, doing stuff with the family. And then, you know, before I go to bed at night, I tend to browse and it's like, oh, we played five games today. Oh, we're twitching. We're live streaming. We're YouTube. I'm like, how? How do these people have so much time? Me and Jerry get together once a month. That's all we can do. But God bless you. If you have more time than that, I mean, you have constructed your life in a way you're able to do what you want. Good for you. But it just, for me, not having to, the further I got get and have gotten from podcasting and playing board games, the less interested I have been. Now, we are going to play, today is Wednesday, we're going to play, Lord willing, and the snow doesn't rise, Jerry's supposed to come over Friday, two days from now. And I'm sure I will rekindle my love for board gaming. But at this moment, I don't care. So, but you posted on our Facebook other hobbies and you did get quite a few responses, 38 as a matter of fact. And I I would like to delve into like your conundrum because I've heard it mentioned numerous times on various other podcasts where people have said, well, well, like Mr. Dan Hughes of CoreQuest fame, uh, the game I inspired. That, you know, he is seemingly not in the hobby anymore. Like, he says he hates board games. <laughs> yes, he says he spent all of his time designing and being involved in Core Quest and all those other things. That It's like he he's lost the taste for it. So I think a lot of people assume that they, if they're not consumed in the hobby, they don't like it anymore. And I just don't agree with that. I think that everybody's interest waxes and wanes and... And at times, you're not going to be able to engage in board gaming as much as you like. And just because you're not doing something as much as you like, such as yourself, I don't think that that indicates that you don't like the hobby anymore. I mean, that's an insane thought to me. I mean, to think that there's something that you have engaged in so much and that you enjoyed so much that all of a sudden, because you're not doing it at the frequency that you used to, now all of a sudden, you don't like it. I think it's probably <laughs> jealousy. Like I would like to be involved to that degree. I would like to have that many game days. Like some people game day with their wife. Some people game day every week. Some people game day twice a week. And then they're able to stream those plays and they just have that ability. I do not. And for me, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's been a long time 
And it just, I don't, for some reason, it irritated me here recently. And I am also an idiot and I have just, <laughs> I have mental issues and I've been in my head a lot here lately about things I like and don't like. I've been even like pondering, like, why do I podcast? Am I good at it? Do I, am I, do I, why, am, I, I, I think about, you know, we try to, I try to do an enjoyable podcast. Am I funny? Am I still funny? Do I make fun? I, I I'm just super in my own head about everything. And this has been on my mind about gaming and board gaming. And do I still like board gaming? Obviously I do. I have a hundred games or more sitting right here in front of me. I love playing games. I just haven't had a chance to do it. That irritates me when I see people posting all their crap. I'm like, don't you have anything else to do? Maybe it's a jealousy thing. I don't know. It was just something on my, my brain. Get off my lawn. Uh, Yeah, I think you're right. There's a lot to unpack there. And sadly, I don't have time for it because I... Jerry just got go. Jerry just got a phone call during our recording process that <laughs> I've got a I've got a patient I got to go take care a of a very it's 30 at night a very bad emergency and you got to go out yeah. in, in the winter weather well please be careful sir I'm a hero <laughs> hashtag healthcare hero so uh we spent too much time on eateries and buffets and not enough I on this because you about that buffet you had a you during our, we talked way longer than this on our phone call today you had much more to say I do. And I tell you what, when I come over Friday and do our thing and you rekindle your love, <laughs> the spark the romance back up, we, we can, yeah, I'm going to light some candles. I'm going to caress the board game. I'm going to look at you and Enrique and I'll be back in love. Let's go to Golden Corral. Who is just down the street? But yeah, you live like a block from Golden Corral. So I like do. you're talking a lot of trash about something that's your neighbor. We could go to Golden Corral and start a fight, but just be between us and stage it and have somebody record it. Well, remember, we just had a discussion about fights at Olive Garden and jousting with breadsticks. I think they hurt us. Uh, that could be true. I don't like Olive Garden. <laughs> if you had to, if you, if everybody who ate at Olive Garden fought everybody at Golden Corral, I think we could all agree that basically Golden Corral would win. They the should ju- they should combine co- them together and make a spaghetti western sizzling. Don't ever question if you're funny ever again. <laughs> and thank you. I'll go out on that. Go go save your patient. I'm Gabby. This is G- Thank you for listening to the board game snobs. Stay classy.